This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to the 269th episode of NL Hafta from one of the quietest delis I have ever encountered in my life. In rather grim circumstances, uh, we are in office. However, most of the office is working from home. We have a few reporters on the ground only if they must go. We will come on once a week to record a couple of podcasts and our bulletins. But otherwise, we have also reduced much of our work. So some of our other podcasts that you've been hearing, in case the audio quality is slightly compromised, it's because those ones are recorded at home. But this one isn't. And our panel is here in person. Uh, let me introduce you to the in-house panel first. Manisha, hi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Meraj. Hello. Hi. All well? No sneezing, sniffing, coughs. Come on, sir. Hi. All good with you? Yeah, uh, we could all be asymptomatic also. We so. could be yeah. asymptomatic. And joining us online is Rukmani S. I'll just introduce Rukmani before she decides to tell us what the mysterious S is for. She is a prominent data journalist. She's worked for the Times of India in Mumbai and Delhi. She was the first data editor of an Indian news publication at The Hindu. So you're the pioneer of the whole data revolution, data journalism as a thing. You were the first thing, huh, Rukmani? <laughs> I feel like pioneer is a way to make people sound old, so I'm going to reject that immediately. Pioneer, <laughs> veteran, all of that rejected immediately. <laughs> okay. Well, she, you were the Huffington Post's editor for data and innovation. You work independently. You write for Mint, The Print, Economic Times, and several other publications. You live in Chennai with your husband and two children. So, Rukmani, um, before we get into the headlines of the, most of them are related to Corona. You've recently written a piece. Let me just pull it out here. 30,000, uh, we could possibly be facing 30,000 Corona-related deaths by summer. That's India, not the world. Is that right? Have I got that right? Right. So I've not predicted it. Um, what I'm saying is that by the current rate of growth of cases and in line with uh, the trajectories of other countries, this could be the direction that we are headed in. There's predictive modeling done by, uh, you know, biostatisticians that, shows similar pathways. So yes, without uh, significant intervention, this could be the direction we are headed in. Even with significant intervention, there will be you know not an ending but a reduction. And, and I'm hoping in the next couple of days, you know, similar statisticians are going to be able to come up with some models for what they expect the impact of our current 21-day lockdown is going to be. Right. So uh, you've written this piece in the print and it has a really good graph which shows the contrast between Italy and South Korea where at one point right. which is the March 4th South Korea had 5328 cases that's 5328 Italy had just 2502 and within a week of that Italy had overtaken South Korea and South Korea's curve had become flat now we'll come back to right. you and you can just tell us that what exactly did South Korea do specifically that Italy didn't. Before that, I have a couple of headlines that I'd like to go over, and then we'll come back to the discussion. As you can imagine, most of them are based around coronavirus or COVID-19, which is this particular strain of the coronavirus. The India case has, cases have risen to 8681 while we're recording this, and the death toll is 13. Yeah, the latest one was in Kashmir, 65-year-old yeah. man in Kashmir. So um, the 65-year-old man, that's the first death in Kashmir. There's a total lockdown of 21 days. ICMR has allowed 12 private labs to conduct tests. They have 15,000 collection centers. I believe that in the West, there may be possibilities of actually home kits being delivered. Mm. Then Pune-based 
my lab becomes the first indian company to get the test kits validated and coronavirus shuts down the long running shaheen bag protest also uh, importantly the olympics have been now it's confirmed that they will be postponed because several countries said that we will not be participating madhya pradesh political developments did not stop they did not allow corona to get in the way of either the celebrations or the swearing in or the laddu batna outside shivraj chauhan's i don't know the house or office and i mean ramlalla idol yes placement in and the first mm-hmm. day of the naomi yogi ji placed the ramlalla that also happened of course it didn't happen with as much of a tamasha as the madhya pradesh but i was just wondering how prime minister modi gives that speech one day and the next day this is happening in his state so yeah that's a bit strange today we are in the fifth day of the lockdown no second no, no, day officially second. Officially. I mean, we we've been in a bit of a lockdown, but officially it was Sunday the was the Janta day. curfew. Yeah, right. Ah, uh, so so one day rest. I think Tuesday Modi announced. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. we had gone into work uh, from home yeah, two weeks we ago. Were, we okay, were, that's yeah. also because Delhi announced the lockdown earlier. The I think curfew, today is the third, uh, second day. Okay, f- but but yeah, but yeah, yesterday was the first. We guys day. have been working from home for a while now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Seems like a very so, long time. Uh, actually, this is another thing that I'd want to you know all the people here to weigh in on that. to what extent should journalists actually endanger themselves and expose themselves to the virus so what how far is too far how much public service is too much public service mm. then online grocery firms begin making home deliveries to ensure the availability of essential foods spain has surpassed china in the coronavirus deaths and uh, there was panic buying when prime minister modi did that 21 day announcement a few days ago mm. and, and omar and omar abdullah has been released from detention and he i think tweeted out saying that after getting released by 296 days i mean of course he was being funny which was nice that he has a sense of humor that 21 day lockdown after being locked down for whatever 296 days so let's uh, come back to uh, rukmani first uh, but before rukmani tells us about how korea managed that i have an appeal do pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers are served if you would have seen the e papers of many publications you would have seen that there's just a couple of government ads and pepsodent for some reason thinks that people want to brush their teeth when they're home a lot so they, they had an ad they have to but the tv no tv choice. channels have got so i mean their ads have not well i'm i'm sure they're just exhausting the old but the private sector will not have money money for ads in the next year mm-hmm. the government will have i hope they spend that money instead of ads they spend it on social services and mm-hmm. and the social sector but pay to keep news free go to newslaundry.com click on subscribe because when the public pays the public is served and thousands of you contribute to making sure we stay afloat i hope that support will not wilt during the coronavirus days because we know we need an active news media more than ever rukmani coming to you now tell us what they did right what they did wrong and these models that are created they take into account the age demographic the healthcare system in the country etc right right so starting with the south korean example um it seems that there are two things at least that they did that worked one was really widespread and aggressive testing including uh, drive by testing you could literally you know stall your car by the side of the road and there were 10 minute tests that they were able to do so uh, the rate of testing you know fast surpasses most countries globally and even in the midst of this crisis they were able to start exporting uh, testing kits that's that's how uh, you know strong and aggressive their production and their uh, use of testing has been the second is of course you know i mean it's 
everybody is saying social distancing to the point that you start wondering if it really even means anything but it really did it really was a key part of their strategy and it really seems like they did it early did it well and it did work i have to say that it's not clear that there is any one thing that one country can do and that will ensure that this doesn't happen you know some you know two countries may do the same thing but there are still differences you know italy's fatality rates for example uh don't compute necessarily with the state of its healthcare compared to other european countries so i will say that there's a lot of evolving wisdom around this and we know some of the things that we definitely should be doing more testing and um, social distancing but uh, i don't think anyone feels very confident of saying that this will this one thing will do it i see so um also i think w- what makes a difference is korea has a smaller and way controlled population than india and after the kind of images that we saw of the border between telangana and what is telangana and uh, it was the simandra and telangana border or it was uh, the chaos yeah that chaos yeah. so you know when the borders were sealed and and then there was of course chaos at parts of delhi mm-hmm. with people wanting to buy the stuff railway stations in mumbai and pune all over the country so really. yeah i mean i i don't know if those things are factored into models but i'm guessing yeah. wh- wh- what do you call this countries that don't have the discipline that that maybe korea and japan does what do you call that factor in modeling like the chaos <laughs> factor or the, the desi jungle factor what how do you phrase that i think it's usually state capacity but um i don't know if there's a word for um, public capacity You, you know i was reading something by the doctor by the surgeon uh, atul gavande who was writing in uh, in the new yorker and he was writing about how uh, in singapore doctors even treating uh, coronavirus patients aren't necessarily required to sorry doctors in hospitals aren't necessarily required to wear n95 masks they sort of isolated where specific equipment needs to be used and similarly even in workplaces if someone tests positive they don't just seal off the entire place because they sort of expect that people will be able to understand how much contact they had and then the steps they need to take and then they'll follow follow home and self quarantining seriously so so yeah it, it is a bit of an immeasurable right the the ability of the public to respond and i think when you're not able to measure it you do the sort of thing that we've done that you know i'm not sure we can trust the public with information so so let's do this 21 curfew I, i'm not saying i endorse it but i think i think this was the thinking behind it okay so before you know i'd like the panel to weigh in on this let's start off with the curfew raman said you think the 21 day lockdown is something that you are okay with or not okay with see in as a uh, governance decision no i think uh, all over world if you see 42 countries have gone into lockdown you know in some way and uh, i think uh, about uh, 10 12 countries have gone for impartial lockdown in in us parts of the countries like new york is complete lockdown but uh, the other parts are impartial yeah, so i think i mean they're having partying on the beach <laughs> i really don't understand that country man uh, hmm. no but this uh, when it comes to social distancing in a country like ours with the 130 uh, you know lakh crore of people i think social distancing is important and uh, i think it has to be imposed so i i i i agree i mean that for 21 days uh, this is for the, because because we don't have we won't be able to handle so many patients 
at one go right. so i think that is why social distancing miraj you are in uh, if you have to ensure social distancing this in a country like india there's no other way than to impose a lockdown but the problem is when you do that what are the measures in place for the people who are going to be in lockdown for people who are in decent homes who have decent incomes who have decent stocks they're fine what about people who don't have all these luxuries who don't have homes who are homeless or who are like migrant workers are stranded all over the country right now what about people who don't have food to last two days what about people who lived on daily wages what are the measures in place for them states have done something center has done nothing modi announced in his speech he said 15000 crore for infrastructural health and everything which is great but what about the people because if you are keeping it for 3 3 uh, weeks after a week when people run out of food people run out of medicine they have to go to hospital what are they supposed to do they come out the police will beat them up because they are poor people nobody cares mm. and then because if they don't have those options they'll do something at the community level like people always do so they'll go in, in their communities they'll try to find a way out and that will only defeat the purpose of the social isolation manisha i think uh, if you listen to the who press conferences they've made it very clear that lockdown is one aspect of solving this issue and just one aspect alone there's a lot of stress on community outreach and the who doctors specifically say that you have to three things you have to ensure does your community know what this disease is are they aware of it are your health workers protected and do your health workers know how to deal with this i think simply shutting down is not is just really really small thing to do and what i do i mean i understand that a uh, you know modi government would have wanted to go under a lockdown because most countries have done it and i think it's just it's that first initial thing to do but i don't can. but he treated this like some sort of a you know i don't understand the need for this surprise element that he wanted to you know first he repeated three times raat ke 12 baje sun lo 12 baje aaj se matlab itna suspense kyun lakshman rekha and then why did you not give we we don't have to stun the virus into anything it's not pakistan i mean we didn't have to do this surgical strike on the virus we could have said look i'm going to give you two days in this there's going to be a moderate curfew but after two days there's going to be a total lockdown in these two days figure your shit out don't panic if you have to go from one place to the other please go whatever or basically give people time to prepare or even one day i didn't understand this surprise element that he had to throw in and as a result and the one basic thing like when you're announcing a lockdown the first thing you have to tell people is because in a sense nothing really changed everything will be available like immediately in yeah. fact before his speech had even finished people were making lines and reading shops and yeah. then he had to tweet that relax yeah. everything will be available and who are you tweeting to people are not on twitter I mean you should have said this people would have turned tuned into their radios and television channels to watch him and even I when I watched it even I was confused for like 20 minutes that okay are we going to because he specifically says lakshman rekha hai uh, and I also he said isko isko aap curfew hi samajh lo uh, no i was it was yeah very vague so, i was waiting for him to clarify. speak about clarify. essential services he and he didn't, didn't come out he didn't speak and and it doesn't make him hero out of it for the simple reasons that kerala had done it a day ago i mm. mean kerala is going you know different way mm. they had announced lockdown much before uh, modi announced it so modi i mean is trying to that bravado uh, sense of bravado is trying yeah, to yeah and i think that i mean that was the basic he could have, in a sense what he just did was simply gave us a deadline that till april 15th things will be you know the way they have been because in a sense nothing really has changed we were in a lockdown before that also so he could have at least specified this essential services remain and then i i'm i'm stunned at i mean someone who's a supposedly was a chai wala grew up in platforms re- rose from you know nowhere 
is so out of touch with how Indians live. I do think there is a time to say certain things and this is that time that Prime Minister Modi and his cabinet have spent the last five years trivializing and demonizing civil society and NGOs. NGO wala. Tavleen Singh could not write a column without saying these NGO walas and jhola walas. Mm-hmm. Urban Naxals. NGO was a bad word. Call uh-huh. them. And there are enough they tweets were, about they that. They were dubbed as Naxal. Today you Urban want Naxal. who to take care of the poor? NGOs and civil society. Because you fucking can't. You know, now, I know this is going against what I said, that, but what is a good time to say this? What is a good time? I haven't tweeted this purposely because I don't want unnecessarily to, you know, add to the noise. But what is a good time to say, dear PM, you spent five years not just trashing them in the rhetoric, but in 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 law, record amounts of notices were sent. And this is UP also to NGOs. The FCRA was cancelled. They were harassed. Blacklisted. Like I said, bloody school alumni groups like mine were sent notices here who have nothing to do with any politics. They just bloody host parties and do fuck all. Every single NGO was sent a notice. Okay, not every single, but an overwhelming majority who the powers that be didn't like. Now you want them to take care of the poor because you guys can't, can't, can't fucking do that. So anyway, uh, writer, uh, listeners, please write in and tell me wh- when is a good time to say this? Is it five months from now, one year from now? But when? Uh, these questions should all, always be asked because if you don't hammer these points home every single day, this is what happens when the time comes and nobody is bothered. So I read an interesting article, you know, speaking of ideas that, <laughs> I mean, that'll be my recommendation also, podcast on, on the World Bank had come up with uh, what bonds are they called? What are pandemic bonds. Pandemic. And when the time came to pay off those pandemic bonds to poor countries, they're saying, no, this doesn't qualify for the pandemic that <laughs> these are bought for. <laughs> so I think it's it's really interesting to see how the World Bank is a combination of the worst of the government bureaucracy and of a private limited insurance company that tries to, you know, it brings the <laughs> worst of both together. And but also, this has also shown, this crisis has shown that unless you have your own indigenous manufacturing capacity for all these things, you're screwed. I mean, those ideas like which have been peddled for so long that it doesn't matter as long as in some corner of the world there's a factory that supplies no. stuff, and it'll be fine. Make, make I mean, everybody is realizing that's not the case now. China is the manufacturing base of the world and because they're shut yeah. down... The whole world is... Screwed. The raw material for medicines is not coming exactly. from China. So there's no capacity. So we are so not a manufacturing f- country at all. First yes. thing after this ends, hopefully, I mean, start now. First, like, is the immediate relief. Look after the poor, look after the vulnerable. And once that starts, ramp up manufacturing capacity. India has always, for some reason, like, prized the service sector more, the IT services and the rest of it. But now it seems that that may not have been the also, this way is a, to go. Maybe a good time to do a adding up of all the the statues that are being built, the Sardar statue. This, the Central much, Vista plan. It's 20,000 crores Which crore is again there. going, I mean, why? So 22,000 crores. How many hospitals and what is the kind of public health safety net could you have created with all this kind of spending? Whatever we have spent on health sector, you know, since independence days, reflects our infrastructure. I mean, um, Mehraj in his uh, PC, he has mentioned that 1% of the budget is, uh, you know, for the 1% health. of the GDP, GDP. just over ah, a percent of, of the GDP. GDP. Yeah. Now see the infrastructure. This is, I'm quoting directly from the government, uh, you know, data. 37,618 total isolation beds available for 130 crore people. 37,618. Total ICU beds, 
9,512. I'm giving you all India figure. Okay. And for how many people? Nine thousand. <laughs> for one thirty crore. For the whole population. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. For one thirty. Nine thousand. Nine thousand five hundred twelve total ICU beds. These are obviously the public health care. Yeah. Yeah. Public health. Hospitals. Yeah. And then eight thousand four hundred and thirty-two numbers of ventilators for one thirty crore. And so this, after you see this, then you find why why they should go for the total lockdown because they just can't handle it. They can't. They can't handle it. And and ICMR study, uh, you know, the latest they have done one mathematical calculation of uh, the four metros: Delhi, Bombay, Chennai, and uh, the Kolkata. So in Delhi, almost the same figure for each metro. So they say that in Delhi, if uh, all precautions that the government is taking lockdown, if it works, so the next two-year projection is. That there will be two lakh uh, symptomatic uh, patients Cases. in Delhi, two lakh, and out of two lakh, eighty percent of them will get cured, and ten thousand of them will be admitted in the hospitals in two years' time. And in worst scenario, ninety-five lakh people uh, will be sim- symptomatic uh, patients, and uh, out of that, five uh, percent of them are going to be in the hospital. And this is true for each metro. And also, sir, the then I, I mean, to... I guess we have to turn stadiums into hospitals. What else? Yeah. They, we have already turned schools into uh, hospitals. So there are di- from different areas. The schools have we, have been chosen for this corona, and already they have been converted into hospitals. From Rukmini's piece, I'm quoting. Uh, she she points out that Bihar has one government hospital bed for every one lakh people, and Goa has twenty hospital beds uh, in comparison. And even if you get ventilators and everything, we have. Like for example, a state like Chhattisgarh has seventy-one percent vacancy for specialists at district hospitals. So, one more problem is that even if we get the you infrastructure have, we need, who's going to operate them? And there yeah. is no time. And you to need specialized people, people to no. operate them. And I just one thing I feel that I don't know if it's just a question of us being a poor country and not doing enough for maybe people, you know, daily wage laborers or migrants. Because on twenty-six March, Indian government organized uh, Air India got a private chartered plane to fly back Israeli tourists. They were provided with kosher meals, and they were taken back. And there was a special arrangement made for these tourists stuck here. And I mean, this is when the nativist in me takes over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like the Italian tourists who are here, they were sent to Medanta, the best facility. They've all been treated and cured, and most of them are, uh, you know, they they're going to go back home. You would not. I mean, Indians don't have that access to facilities that a lot of foreigners have got here. And I'm sure, like, if an Indian was stuck in Italy. I don't think we'd be treated in the way no, that also, we have. Also, you know, when I was coming, uh, coming to office, Naresh, our colleague, he was telling me, he's saying, all these people who are walking home to UP and Bihar, why can't I understand the trains are shut, the buses are shut? Why can't the government say? will uh, get the army or the police or the crpf use their vehicles to transport these people or under or quarantine conditions what uh, is the problem with that transport we can do that they're all empty yeah. now no one's or um, open up the bihar bhavan i mean i'm sure it's empty right now there's no one there all these bihar bhavan andhra bhavans all these bhavans exactly. that are in central delhi all these all these bhavans are becoming very fancy places now and even the food and everything and they are and you get it uh, you know on a premium I think so it's not just. So if you go to Gujarat Bhavan now, I the thali not, yeah. costs you six hundred rupees. <laughs> I think it's not just about us being poor. I do think we don't value our own people and our own lives. Yes. I don't know if in South America, for example, I think 
I think there are other nations who kind of value themselves more than we do. That, I mean, India's. I do think that Indians don't value India's spending them. on people is abysmal. So it's. I mean, there's the that is also part of it. The poverty is also part of it. But when you see the same kind of facilities, so the numbers you quoted. The bulk of them will be in metros, in cities. Imagine course, you are in a in the villages. You have nothing. exactly. Imagine you are in a village in Bihar or UP or somewhere else, and you get sick. The nearest ICU bed will be, I, I think, three yeah. hundred kilometers. So how are you going to get that, especially in a lockdown? In Delhi, the public uh, health facility. We have done a story in Patriot. You have uh, for the entire population of Delhi, you have just two hundred fifty-two odd uh, ICU beds. That's it. This email is from a former subscriber. We don't usually take former subscriber emails. We take active subscriber emails. But I've made an exception because I guess at some level he has a good reason for not subscribing anymore. Although I, I'm not quite convinced. But nevertheless, dear News Laundry, I was a subscriber, but I no longer live in India, so I've taken to supporting independent journalism where I live. This will be a brief email. I keep hearing Abhinandan and other panelists saying this is chilling, or this is disturbing, or this is dismaying. repeatedly what changes after these statements i've been hearing this for decades now and i can't see the light at the end of the tunnel modi's speech told me one thing in chilling clarity indians are on their own the government may as well not exist for the vast majority of indians every action from the government is ham-fisted and displays utter incompetence they can conjure up the cash for a needless statue but can't provide libraries decent schools or proper sanitation all things that will pay rich dividends in the future How do you have faith in the future of India? As for the near future, I expect to see disaster in India with thousands dead because of the government's incompetence and stupidity, and the stubbornness of citizens. Regards, a former subscriber. Okay, on that <laughs> rather <laughs> dismal note, you know, I I think uh, change happens. It may not happen as fast. It has happened in my lifetime. I mean, just our expectations from democracy. I see the difference between my grandmother and me. my mother and me my father and me so things change your expectations from democracy changes even the fact that you were asking these questions which earlier generations didn't ask that is a change you know impatience is a change so i i'm a little more optimistic but yeah it can be exasperating and and painfully slow anyone else has any thing to weigh in on that you see the light at the end of the tunnel or don't i Raj? think my whole article is this is basically a summation of my whole article yesterday so <laughs> i have nothing I left to say i think these suffer from like irrational hope like part of me thinks ki india mein nahi hoga aur weather will save us or bas it will just corona will just go and then part of me is just bleak i think this is we're going to be in a police state and all of us will be dead in like tents and there'll be yeah, you have rights. a theory that uh, modi will use this to come down like well, nothing else there's a lot of pieces that have been done on this and there's one in the atlantic recently that talked about how the world over a pandemics are great a pandemic and a fear a paranoia is a great time for people with authoritarian or dictatorial tendencies to make use of and then manu really manu joseph bolo manu joseph wrote something around this no 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 manu, no, joseph. No. manu joseph to advocated he said that this is a good time to you yeah, know take saying, that this is a good time to yeah, take but, civil liberty but like for example in israel um netanyahu there was supposed to be a, a you know an inquiry on him and he just disbanded his that inquiry uh, that is that, almost a coup yeah, <laughs> so what he did who did netanyahu in israel so right i do think like a fear of a paranoia and fear like this can you can use it in a prolonged way to then constantly control your citizens with you know so a wonderful producer aditya just pointed out an article about an app that the government plans to use to track the virus 
so while it's tracking the virus it can track a lot of other things it's track the virus how exactly so i guess it contact tracing now if i met you then before that so oh, if that right. app is there it knows which which are the two sim cards that are in close contact no, but so. the problem in india is people who are in contact or who came from outside they're hiding they're not revealing their histories yeah but that if they can track your sim card then they know where you are hiding who you met who you touched in punjab my friend who's part of the uh, health secretary is leading the team mm. and he's an is officer he's part of it so he told me 40000 punjabis had come in the past yeah. 15 he told me about 5 days ago mm. okay 5 6 days ago 40000 of them and they are hunting for those 40000 punjabis who had come from uh, you know overseas. abroad yeah, overseas in fact the videos and and in punjab because i have i have gone there quite often so i have seen this tendency people hide their diseases if you are suffering from diabetes they don't want to announce it to the world i mean small small things they don't they don't they hide everything acha ha i guess but this what you're saying it led to violence actually because the cops went to get these people out because they have to be quarantined and the women of the house are coming and jumping up the cops and you know sarkar to jitni buri hai hamari janta bhi matlab wahi you know but i don't blame the janta i mean sir i do think that if i had only access to the media that we do today hmm. like the hindi news channels and whatsapp and facebook and i had very little you know uh, in terms of investments in terms of education or public service announcements from the government i would also be as paranoid as as irrational as a lot of our citizens are there's just simply and this is why i w- i would recommend right away that there are two press conferences by the who doctors where they repeatedly say that you have to ha- this cannot be fought without bringing communities on board you have to educate the community you have to bring them on board you have to explain to them i'm sure a lot of people still don't know what coronavirus is and it's not their fault tvs of media has not done a good job of explaining to us what it is government has not issued enough public service announcements in fact i think like again to go back to the government's elitism you have anurag thakkar put up a video of saurav ganguly speaking in english you must wash your hands you must do this and he's like must watch video i was like you're putting this on twitter but i know this a lot of people on twitter know this why don't you put it on dd and air in bengali you know and immediately followed by haath ke gaddaro ko dho dalon saalon ko because you know that you are not for that kind that kind of slogan but the people listen also have we done enough to educate people eh? on what this disease is not at all if the people who you are bringing on tv to educate is sadguru and ramdev i mean tarik says hi i hope my letter finds everyone well safe and sound i can't thank enough of the crew of news laundry who are out there fighting on every front to bring the news we don't deserve and ensuring and ensuring the insane country there is some has some sane news i write this letter with a lot of anger and sadness and, and i said to myself that abhinandan is the perfect person to understand okay is it because i'm always angry because i'm always sad i suppose angry is angry, <laughs> angry. okay in the aftermath of covid-19 outbreak the thing that made the most sense is how underwhelmingly and hopelessly unprepared we are to cope with anything out of our comfort zone and i am not even counting the government in this discussion i always knew modi and his entire cabinet don't have an ounce of knowledge to understand the gravitas of social welfare and public infrastructure so with an outbreak i wasn't surprised with lackluster preparation particularly on airline services and the uncertainty of upcoming air travel is something i faced recently as i was looking to cancel reschedule my ticket booking on air india i found the entire setup of farce and harassment to the general public since this was an unprecedented situation mmt was not taking any responsibility for cancelling the tickets 
and Air India removed its provision to cancel or reschedule flights. Mm. For any kind of ticket change, one had to call customer care, which needed 15 dials to get connected with an additional one hour of the waiting period. Clubbed with multiple calls and coordination with MMT to get your money refunded, I end up, ended up spending eight hours on phone calls. The icing on the cake was mismanagement. For every call I made, the executive gave me a different amount as part of cancellation. There could have been so many ways to ease customer pain. Call center executives certain tweaks as in web application and yet from Arena to MMT, all of them just did not have in them to fix an issue when the shit hit the fan. As all this was happening, I watched civil aviation minister gloat over supporting the harsh punishment of one of the customers. Yes, during this, Hardeep Puri in parliament said that I'm glad that Kunal Kamra. Kunal Kamra, yeah. I'm really shocked at him, yeah, dude. Mm. Let it go, man. I mean, free punishment to talk about in parliament? Anyway. So, um, and later didn't meet the eyes of the government's slapdog. I pity myself that despite 44 European, two North American, two oceanic countries, I was cursed to be born here. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> wow. He's really angry. A long time back, Abhinandan raised a very potent point that us Indians are, and he's used an expletive. <laughs> Pardon my language. And there is very little morality and ethics left in us. No matter how technologically advanced we are, our basic instinct to screw people over a drop of a hat won't go. We will forever be struggling to be a well-governed country as we, as Indians, offer very little to the society and others while we expect too much in return. I have enclosed a certain picture which someone forwarded me. And it's a picture of that 2000, you know, that joker saying, you know, when pandemonium breaks out, when he says, you guys kill them or you guys kill them. And joker says, I quote, See their morals, their code is a bad joke, dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you when the chips are down, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. So, yeah, which is why I think The Dark Knight was one of the best films I've ever seen. Because not just superhero action element, it had a message that was, you know, I mean, it was viable. It, it was, you know, comprehensible and possible. So, yeah. Yeah, and these two movies, Dark Knight and uh, Interstellar, I thought they were like very intellectually, very sound, and yes. very philosophical in that way. Interstellar, I couldn't understand only kya hua. I mean, it wasn't I so, was I thought it wasn't so much about like, the science and the rest of it. It was too intellectual and I couldn't get it. No, I, I, I thought it wasn't so much about the, like the, like the, yeah, but it was, yeah, science of it and the rest of it, but the whole morality of what it means of, to yeah, be you know, human exactly and, and I thought I it's one of my favorite films Interstellar man I loved it and that guy wow yeah Matthew McConaughey in fact that scene when his when he's watching the messages from his daughter and she uh, has messaged and she says you left here because you know time is passing much yeah. slower for him than it is for her uh, so you know she's an adult by now and he's probably been just gone a few weeks or whatever it is and uh, she says that you had said that you'll I'm as old as you were when you left. So this would be a damn good time to get back. And that's such a moving scene. It was beautiful. And anyway, this mail is from Manjuri. Manjuri says, Hi, News Laundry team. Thank you all for your hard work getting, an accurate, getting us accurate information that we can trust. I'm a subscriber living in the Seattle area, which was the first epicenter of the coronavirus in the US. Hey, Manjuri, I hope you're well. Yeah, I read all about Seattle, man. Be well, be safe. Then Manjuri goes on to say, over the past week, I have been increasingly worried about the situation in India. It seemed from news reports back then that India was protecting itself well. And there were no cases of community transmission. 
turns out that was because they weren't testing for it why because they hadn't detected any cases great logic there is a huge data gap the news articles are full of useless government oratory and barely have any numbers the government does not give daily counts india needs a website tracking the total numbers of positives plus number of negatives with a state wise breakup like this and which picks up data from here so she's given the doh.wa.gov/emergency/coronavirus and the covidtracking.com/data so i see journalists tweeting some numbers i'm in a four weeks of self isolation and sense of community is more important than ever the podcast help and if you can do more discussions with subscribers it may be interesting too oh yeah we should call all subscribers so from manjari, different parts of the world who are self isolating so manjari in fact um just before we started recording this i had a chat with snigdha and and uh, meghnad and chitranshu we are going to be doing a series of podcast we're going to start now the audio quality will not be great because they'll all be recording on online but with subscribers debating various issues subscribers talking about their area of expertise and we're also starting a new podcast nl versus nl that should be rolled out either next week or the week after that i think you know just having voices that agree with you disagree with you but at all times seem make the environment seem lively i think is important so we'll be doing a whole bunch of that in fact we're going to be starting a travel podcast yes that's right i repeat a travel podcast at times like this with rocky mayur and me it'll be called highway on my podcast so yeah that's coming up soon as well very unoriginal <laughs> <laughs> all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel <laughs>